Battlefield. It is uh, April 27th. Hey, what day? 2022. You gotta give it to me. What day? It is the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. Pump day, it, baby. It's Wednesday. It's, Pumped up day. It's just Wednesday, but we're back for another edition of the Daily Bobcast. Welcome back. Um, Glad ag- to be here. Again, we have a guest today. We do. We, we do. When we I do. say we have a guest. Well... <laughs> Did we say an unsuspecting guest? Is that better? That's fair. <laughs> but a guest nonetheless that I really think that people are going to can't love wait. Can't to hear wait. From. Um, before we get to our well, guest, though, well, hold on. They love to hear from the guest, but I don't know if he's ready for the questions. That's fair. That may change some responses. That's fair, but I also think. Well, let's just wait to it. Oh, let's wait till we get to the point. Uh, before we get to our guest, what you got? We are going to get to your announcements. Are you ready for your announcements? Let me clear my voice real quick. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, so here are your announcements for April 27th. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the afternoon slash morning slash all day announcements that we have, <laughs> okay. which we don't have many, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, number one, prom tickets will go on sale tomorrow outside of the enclosed cafeteria. If you don't have a date yet, oh well, what? you can go by what? yourself and enjoy the friendship and the kinship, whatever you want to be. Also, we had some sports last night. Let's see, what do we have? Congratulations to the boys varsity soccer team for defeating Unity Reed 2-1. to one. Congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, what does it say? Great come from behind victory. I mean, okay. it was two to one. So. Who did they? Who did they play again? You need U- to read. You need to read. All right, good win. Good win. Uh, JV also won three to zero. Baseball. Ooh. Baseball looked like a football score. Baseball played. Did they really play? They did play. Twenty three to two. You want to know what that game sounded like? Uh, I'd say at the very beginning. What? <laughs> Death is that? <laughs> Good gracious. Well, uh, you and you read, let's, let's go back to practice today and we'll figure it out. Uh, we do have some events today. Um, outdoor track here at Battlefield, 2 o'clock. Varsity baseball versus Osborne, 6 o'clock. Good. Varsity softball versus Osborne, 6 o'clock. Now, I will tell you this. I did see our softball team. Yep. Is fantastic. Hearing good things about softball. They are a very well-rounded group of young ladies who play together. I, I watched the game the other night against James Madison. They came from behind, brought the game back, but dude, they can play. Was that if, the six to four game? Uh, yes. Okay. If you get a chance, you got to check them out. All right. Right now, I believe they're undefeated. Um, and still looking to stay that way. So. They, they have the McMillan stamp of approval. They do. All Give right. them the stamp sign. Uh, Cha-chink. I don't know what that sound is. Cha-chink. Is that good for you? That's, that's great. Okay. Sounds fantastic. Cha-chink it is then. 
That's all. And that's all I got, people. All right. Those are your announcements for April 20th. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. It's going to be an amazing day. So it is Wednesday. You told me that. It is Worldly Wednesday. Would you like to talk about our guest real quick? Nope. Really? I don't. Okay. I will I will hype up the guest. So everyone knows this guest. If Dude. you are a member of the community of Battlefield, uh-huh. you know this guest. Okay. There's no like, I'm not sure who this person is. Oh no, you know who this person is. Okay. Um I one would say he's our fearless leader. Okay. Some would say he's the best that ever did it. Okay. Some Ooh. would say Whoa. The man, the myth, the legend. Ooh. Does he get a woo? I was going to say limousine riding, jet flying, wheeling, dealing. I was, but. Son of a gun. No, I wasn't, but. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Having a hard time keeping these gators down. Uh Give me two claps of Ric Flair. And then woo. Woo! That didn't work out. Anyway, our worldly Wednesday. Does he have a Rolex watch? I don't know. That's a good question. We have to ask that. Um. Actually, I'll ask right now. Do you have a Rolex watch? No. (laughs) Do you have a limousine? I do not. No, none of those. (laughs) None of those, trust me. So a couple of those statements. Hey, look, he's a really good guy. There you go. We're just going to say he's a good guy. He's a great guy. Good guy. And we appreciate what you do. Could not tell who it is at this point. Um, It's the one and only Mr. Ferreira, the principal of our school. For our Worldly Wednesday segment. You want to give him a round of applause? Ferreira in the building. So Woody woo! I'm going I'm to play our Worldly Wednesday segment sound. Okay. You ready for this? Ready. We are the world. We are the children. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you not? <laughs> well, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> that was a shock to me. And I've that's never it, guys. heard that before. <laughs> that's, wow. That's our new Worldly Wednesday. Okay. Uh, Little child. We are the world. So, oh. Shana. Okay. We are the children. All right. Shalinge. Oh, oh, what? That's what he said. Shalinge. No, he doesn't. We are the ones. <laughs> I know that's not a lyric. <laughs> what is this? Not even a word. I'm not sure, but. Back to Shalinge. Back to our guest. Oh, I'm I'm doing great. Yeah, I I don't know about you know fearless leader. I've got a lot of fear (laughs) at the moment. Hey, look, we're just gonna roll with it. Don't be nervous. We're just gonna roll with it. Um, How you doing? Good day so far. Go, you know, every day is a different day. So doing doing okay. Not bad. Well, we appreciate uh, you coming on. Hold on, hold on, stop. He said every day Mm -hmm. is a different day. Is it supposed to be the same day? Bars. <laughs> I, I I have I have a job where, and you know this, that you you don't. It's not like being a banker. Like mm-hmm. you go in, you kind of have an idea of what's going to happen. I walk in every day and have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> um, and it's that it's always true. interesting. Yeah, that is true. Okay. Um, Next in line, can I help you, please? We don't have that. No, we do not have no, that. No, this he's our first ever. Two-time, um, actually, yeah, two-time. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Interviewee? Yes, that's the word. That really complex word I couldn't find. Oh, okay. Guest was, this is this is a big deal. So we, we thank you. We know you're extremely busy. You got a lot of things going on. 
Um, we just have a couple of questions to ask uh, for the community, you know, just to hear a little bit about what's been going on because it's been a while since we've talked to you last. Um, they are not like the questions we asked previously because obviously we already have those, but we have some good questions. Um, Melon, do you want to do odd or even? Huh? I'm sorry. What? Do you want odd questions or even questions? Um, let's go even. All right. So I will start off with the first question. And I know this is a question that I'm sure you've answered time and time again, but clearly the past year and a half, two years, not normal. Not like what a normal year would be like. I have no idea what you mean. (laughs) What What are you talking about? Well, I think it's been a little different, some would say. Um, Whether it's Zoom, whether it's uh, just getting students back in the building. But a lot of Actually, no one knows this except for you and your inner circle. But what was it like to be a principal during the pandemic, during that whole crazy phase of hopefully the worst part? COVID-19. You know, the, I'll start off with a positive, okay? <laughs> there, there is a positive to it. There oh, really okay. is. Because yeah. education in general, there are... It, it's a an institution that can at times be slow to change um, when something comes a new practice a new technology something like that happens um, it can take a while in education for it to work through school divisions school boards to the individual schools there was really none of that it was there had to be an instant adaptation and you kind of got to really see what you know, you were made of as a leader, as a principal. You could also see what other people are made of if they're ready to take on that challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say the other thing that it it did provide is uh, the ability to see what current practices we do, whether it's administratively in in the over in the central office and in teachers' classrooms and kind of stop and say, why do we keep doing Like, what's the value in the different practices? What are the most important things? Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of forced some of those conversations, um, and, it, and it made those it, it made some change easier to put in place that, that can stay. However, I would say it, it was uh, – I would never want to go through these last couple of years again. Um, it was a lot of, as a principal – and I know teachers, I know everybody who works in education would say the same thing, being asked to do more with less. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it got really stressful. And, and a lot of times so many decisions were kind of out of your control. And there were just so many debates. And it got, it got really heated, especially this year, to the point where, you know, it was like uh, – you you almost forgot what <laughs> what you were doing this for like what you know you, you didn't re- I didn't really feel like a principal at times I felt like uh, the director of a little health department so um, <laughs> yeah and, and and let me take and, your temperature please so so yeah just incredibly challenging but you know what I, we are still in a in a pandemic but I think you know we've. We're able to now look back at the last two years, even with the pandemic, and say these are the things that needed to be in place that worked. These are the things that we're not sure if they ever really worked. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to get into controversial pandemic statements today. No, no, but, no, no, no. But mm-hmm. I, I think we're in a place where we're <laughs> moving. 
we're moving forward and you know i think if there were ever another pandemic we would have we learned a lot on on what would be maintained what did not have to be maintained okay so quick question on top of that great response um just because the 1.5 just one person and a half who listened to our show they want to know you don't have to mention any names did anyone fold under the pressure of having to go through this process from where you sit as el principal did you see any of your top level colleagues just fold up under pressure honestly i didn't see that i i think we all you know another positive i would say as a principal is the there are 13 high school principals well 14 really um you include Pace Pace West mm-hmm. in that group, so we have 14 high school principals, and and I don't think we've ever worked closer and, and more collaboratively before the the pandemic. And now that's one thing that's coming out of it, which I think is good when you look at like the Prince William County Strategic Plan and having like a coherent organization, and that things aren't vastly different school to school. Um, the principals are, are a pretty close-knit group right now. So I didn't see anyone completely buckle or fold because there was always that support as well when, you know, one of us didn't really know what the heck to do or how to handle a situation. Um, there was always help. So that, that saved people from just completely, you know, packing it up and walking away. Um, well, I know there's been some conversations of that, which is I'm, I'm out. I quit. I'm done. Yeah. Um, fr- from where you guys sit, is that I know we didn't have a lot. We had mm-hmm. a few. Let's just be honest. We had yeah. a few. Um, was that big around the county? I I think there were more more people around the county who, for a lot of reasons, but yeah, the pandemic. I, I mean, I know I've talked to teachers and staff who just said, "I just can't do this right now." Whether it's what was health related or it was just like. The things I, you know, have to do are—it's just too much, and I can't, I can't deal with it. And oh, I can't lie so, to you. I yeah. thought about it, but then I thought about the bills I have to pay, and I was like, ah, I gotta have a job. <laughs> so it was kind of like I'm going right. back to work, I guess. So how long was that conversation to yourself? Like two seconds? It was kind of like, um, you know what? I'm done. I can't. How do I tell my wife? Then it was okay. All right, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> it was pretty much that quick. <laughs> Yeah, Lachelle, they've been like, uh, you do it. You did what? No. I did nothing. I'm going, to work I'm going back to work. Okay, honey. Okay, sorry. That's <laughs> about right. <laughs> so, yeah, very short conversation. Yeah. Uh, question number two for you, young man. What's your greatest strength professionally? Uh, you know, here the Daily Bobcast, we ask the tough questions. <laughs> This is hard. It, it's hard for educators to talk about themselves like that. Absolutely. And I think, like, even when you become a principal, it's it's still challenging because we're in such a we're in a, a service field. We don't really kind of think of ourselves. I, I would say maybe based on feedback I get from parents, teachers. I, I would probably say communication if I'm forced mm-hmm. to, to answer. And that's, You're forced. That's yes, just, you are forced to answer the That's question. just what people tell me they appreciate, and I just kind of look at that as part of 
my job, but, uh, you know, as a parent, just kind of knowing what's going on and uh, trying to keep people informed. Now, communication is one of those things that can always be better, and someone might listen to this and be like, he's not a good communicator, but... <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I would say, when people take the time to share compliments, which is always appreciated yes, in this 100%. field, um, that's something that people point out. So I'm going to go off of that. Okay. All right. I like, I like the we'll willingness of communication. I definitely see that. Like that is, that's a... Maybe that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Willingness of communication. When you say I'm, willingness, what do you mean? Give me an example. The, the way I, 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 I took him yeah. to mean it is... Maybe like the actual communication isn't always the best, but I don't really have anything that I'm not willing to communicate right. so or talk about or bring up. Right? Yeah, transparent. Okay. Being transparent. Yes. They uh, might not like what he has to say, but he's not afraid to tell them. Like just communicating. And, and being some honest. things I might not know exactly how to word or how to say or how to explain, but I'm willing to. You know, I, I, this is a. A public, it's a public school. It's taxpayer funded. I think there needs to be transparency yeah. and um, partnership and, and involvement from the community, and so those are all very important things. Now you yeah, mentioned that's a good way to put it. Just because I want to clarify to people, you mentioned taxpayer funded. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean your taxes pay me. Let's be clear on it because I've had a couple of parents say, "Oh, I pay my taxes, and my taxes." Give you your paycheck. I appreciate that. I appreciate you paying your taxes. That's that's true. Because you're yeah. supposed to, but it's a bigger picture out there than that. And they kind of hold us hostage to that at times. But, yep, you're right. Mr. White, you're up, Buckaroonie. All right. Um, we asked you about your strength. Now we have to ask you about your weakness. So what's your greatest weakness? What would you say professionally? My greatest weakness professionally. No. What do people say? <laughs> no, no, no. What does he think? No, first time he said, people tell me that that is my strength. Okay. Compliments. Okay. That is what he based it on. So is he going to base his weaknesses off of the same thing that people have told him? I, I, I let it get to me when there is something going on. And people need someone to blame, and they put it on me and say, this is happening because you're not doing what you have to do. And point the finger, that's point a very, the finger. That's a very honest answer, and yeah. it's, it's, it's tough. And, and I, it's understood. When I signed up for this, I knew that would happen. Don't right. get me wrong. And I probably need to not let that get to me. I find if... If at times I respond to someone doing that, a weakness where it kind of manifests itself is when I I respond in a way that comes across immediately defensive or reactive to that. Mm-hmm. And I try not to do that, but I'm also only human, so that happens sometimes. Yeah. And so I would say that's something that professionally I, I could work on because... Whenever I respond that way, it never feels good later. You're like, oh, I just reacted to what somebody was doing. They were just frustrated, concerned, upset, whatever it may be. And even though they said it was about me, they probably didn't really mean it was about me. So I kind of internalize that where... I should be a little more like Teflon than a sponge. So, Somebody's got to be the scapegoat sometimes. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I, I honestly, I'm trying to be fair. I think both of those responses are really good because he's the principal. Okay. So people are going to blame if they have no one else to blame. They're going to blame the person in charge. Of course. Whether or not it's his fault, his fault or not, air quotes. And so I can see being in that position, taking that personally, even though I shouldn't. Well, let me ask you a question then. Hmm. Is it only in this profession that that happens? That what? He would get blamed for something that's not actually his fault. No. I think in every profession. Okay. Like the hit person is probably going to take a lot of the blame, even though they may or may not have made that decision. Okay, how about this? Hmm, how do I say this? No matter, regardless of who, no matter who the president is, the president is going to be blamed for certain things that's not the president's fault. Valid point. So, okay. Okay. I, I think the hit guy is going I, to be, or hit person is going to be blamed. No and and I think the, the form of accountability matters too. The mm-hmm. president is a good example. I was starting to think people are already getting you know, worried about um, Elon Musk buying Twitter, Twitter <laughs> yeah. and he hasn't even done anything yet. Like, but in in this, you know, in this position, the accountability measures are different because you have a community that you serve. You have a student body, a teaching staff, then you also have central office staff, and overseeing all of it, you have a school board, and. If one person, especially in this day and age of social media, just puts something out, bla- you know, it's like the truth. Right, of course. So, right, yes. right. so yes. in those other scenarios, in those other professions, you kind of escape the accountability. Yep. Because maybe they did something wrong. Maybe they made a bad decision. They Not all my decisions are good decisions or the best decisions. Um, I, well, I, I would say, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. When a decision has to be made, there are always, it's not like always cut and dry. There are always a couple different things you can do, and you try to make the best decision that's going to be the best for, for the students, for, for the families involved, for, for the teachers. Um, but sometimes in hindsight, you can look back and say, oh, if I could have had that back. So it's not that it's a bad decision, mm-hmm. but... Um, there are debatable decisions made, but the account like the president doesn't have to deal with <laughs> any accountability. If people don't like the way Elon Musk runs Twitter, right. he doesn't it doesn't matter. Right. Um, but I I have a different level of accountability from a lot of different groups, and sometimes that's 100%. the that's the pressure, and that's why you know I, I, you need to make a decision, make the best you can, be consistent, be fair, but be able to move on even with the criticism. But at times, that is hard to do. It is. 100%. All right. So with all of that, let's kind of just dig in a little bit deeper. What is your greatest accomplishment? Oh, my greatest accomplishment, without a doubt, is becoming a dad. The so I will say I don't know if that counts as an accomplishment. That is the safest answer he Any, could have. Anybody said. could give that answer. The safest. So answer. that okay. Let's go. Over. And, and what here's, is your here's greatest what I, accomplishment okay. outside of your children? Okay. Um, 
and and I don't and I don't mean to give any like <laughs> neglect on my wife either. <laughs> nope, too but late. She already. Oh, well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to to me, the the being being the being a dad is the greatest you know thing I'll ever achieve in life. Like it just is to me. Um, so aside from being, you you mean like professionally? Let's go professionally. No, I mean, because he said outside. It's going to be. Being then we're going to do both because we have to take the children out of the equation. That's the safe answer. We don't want that answer. But that's a fair answer. So outside of work, his greatest accomplishment is being a dad. Mm, you're letting him go off easy, buddy. We'll come back. Okay. All we'll right. Come yeah. back. Okay. But professionally, what would you say your greatest accomplishment is? That's a, that's a tough one too. Uh, I would say, as hard as it's been, feeling like. Obviously, becoming the principal of Battlefield High School has been my greatest accomplishment, but it has to be a little more than that, right? Like, I think just over these last six years, being proud of uh, the school we have Mm -hmm. and especially trying to guide things through this storm we've been in the last couple of years... um, I would say as hard as as challenging a job as it can be, I can kind of lay my head down at night and be proud of of what I'm doing and, and what we're doing as a school. Okay. So do you think at the end, um, your wife, your wife's name is? Christina. Christina. Do you think Christina's going to listen to this podcast? If I if like we're in the car and I put it on and say we're going to like <laughs> If I have a captive audience. <laughs> yeah. <that's laughs> that do you think that... This is to McMillan. Do you think that Christina will get upset that he just said being a dad and not being married to her? I can't answer no, that question. No, because again, for that's him. not what I said. <laughs> that is not what I said. I cannot answer that question. But that's what he. No, that's, she I'm, will. I'm sorry. That's what why I heard. heard because and, because she is my best friend. Oh, here it is. Oh, Here's the clean up. Pull out the clean violin. Up, I will find. And we are totally in sync. She will know exactly what he's, I meant. He's going to walk in. He's and like, not have an issue. He's going to walk in this afternoon and say, "Hey, Christina, how you doing?" And she's going to say, "Congratulations, you played yourself." <laughs> No, because here, this is a little bit of a tangent, but, but here's the thing. There's a difference. Like, when you when you get married, mm-hmm. that's not, that's like two people coming together, making this mutual that's commitment. An, an accomplishment. Yeah, pretty big one. I wouldn't say it's an accomplishment, though. Oh. It's not an accomplishment. Have y'all noticed that I've just laid out because both of you guys are getting in trouble this afternoon? <laughs> when you <laughs> when you raise children, like uh-huh. that is there's like a there's an imbalance of responsibility of of stress of duty. Mm-hmm. So you are you know accomplishing something by raising wonderful children. That's that's just called working together. Oh, come on. <laughs> Compromise. I'm done going down this path. He's done. Next question. Um, so I, I think we might have asked you this before, but I think it's a good refresher, though. Um, oh, yeah. Now? Yeah. At this point? So, great question. Like you said, at this point. I love how you all know the questions. And yeah, I yeah. There's, there's no need for you to yeah, see, you don't yeah. see Wow, you can't prepare for this now. Um, what is the favorite part of your job now? Mm. The favorite, 
the the favorite part honestly my favorite part is i want to say the relationships and the people and the students and everything but what yeah. i really mean by that is uh there is such a joy out of just helping people mm-hmm. yeah. and trying to help and don't get me wrong there are people who come to the school for help and don't feel like they were helped but mm-hmm. i always try to help and um just knowing in general that you're helping I, th- I think is is just there's a satisfaction to that has that changed like was that would you say that was your favorite part of your job when you first started as principal i i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it's changed okay um it's looked different unlike the kind of help people need but um I think that's what I always try to come back to when when situations are tough or situations are very complex and layered. It just kind of comes back to just try to help. Mm-hmm. And if you just try to help and you, got, you let that be your guide, I think that's you're, you're going to be successful to, to at least the best extent you can. Mm-hmm. Can you give the listeners an example of when you say help? You know, what do you mean by that? I mean, it's like there's a, there's a lot of layers to that word in our in what we do. So help, help how? What do you mean? Well, so they understand when you say help is not just, hey, I'm having a conversation with you. There are a lot of things that you can do or put in place that is that are helpful. Yeah, and and let me, I I can't. I'm struggling to find a specific example, but let me like give a differentiation between help helping in a situation and just fixing a situation. Okay. When sometimes when a request comes in, it's just a fix. It's mm-hmm. it's there was there's this issue and that's going on, and we're just okay. We're gonna change this, or we're gonna you know overrule this decision that someone else made, or whatever. That, that's a fix. Helping is let's get everybody together. Like let's yes. let's talk through this. And you know, there there was a situation, I'll try to be vague, but I had a situation earlier in the year where a teacher needed help mm-hmm. because of something that was on social media, that like, a criticism. And so I was able to re and we ended up meeting together with the parents, the student, the teacher, we, you know, we, we all just kind of sat in a room and talked it through. That's help. I right. couldn't, and it was wonderful. And, and everybody, I, I think people are, are really good at heart and, and they want to be kind to each other. They want to care about each other. And we're like a little disconnected now. Mm-hmm. So when I say help, it, it's not necessarily fix because, there are times that somebody could bring a concern to me and I could say, okay, we're just going to do this, but that really amounts to a Band-Aid. Right. But, but helping, I think, is let's get people together, let's look at all the various options there are, and let's work through it and try to come up with a good resolution to the situation. There you go. I like that. Uh, I guess I'm next. You are. You have two more questions. So... Okay. If, if that's okay. We touched on this, so as we are aware, you are a family man. As much as you would like, uh, talk to us a bit about your family. 
share whatever you would like to share. Okay. Um, well, I guess I'll start with the the beginning and the most important person who is my spouse. Oh, boy. <laughs> this is the part where you get a chance to clean up yes. your answers. Okay. You Redemption. Know, right. Okay. We, we met at uh, University of Maryland. We did not – we were just friends throughout college, never dated or anything. We actually – no, nothing we just started There's a Bismarck dating. song to this da- truly and we we started dating after actual after graduation and we had a pretty quick turnaround to getting married and you know the rest is history we have two kids um uh five-year-old and a three-year-old our son is a kindergartner at uh mountain view and he's in kindergarten already. He's in kindergarten, oh finishing up his last year, first year of kindergarten. <laughs> wow! Shout out to Mountain View; they're amazing. Um, Shout out. He has learned a lot this year. It's really just so exciting, and like, you know, starting to put things together, and really, you know, you can just see the the growth, and it's just unbelievable. And so, and then our daughter, who's who's three now, she's like. Gosh, she's, I know like people say like three going on 30 or whatever, but like she really is that. Like mm-hmm. she know, she's always known exactly what she wants and like doesn't accept any substitutes. <laughs> um, our, our son is a little more on like the sensitive side. Like, you know, he, once he gets it, he, he does, he excels, but he's like a little more hesitant. Mm-hmm. And our daughter will like, you know, she can't even reach the monkey bars, but she'll jump for the monkey bar. Like she'll think she can get it. Right. So it's just amazing how, you know, your kids' personalities develop over time, but they're also born with these personalities mm-hmm. that really have nothing mm-hmm. to do with what you taught them or told them to be. I mean, it's, it's really incredible. Um, is, is it safe to say, based on what you just said, your daughter pretty much runs the house? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, familiar, <laughs> very familiar with it. She really well, does. Yes. Two daughters, got so two. It's an interesting <laughs> phenomenon. You know? Yeah, yeah. She's. I'm the lone wolf in my household. <laughs> and so wife, I, the kids. Well, you dog. have two. I have only oh, the dog. Got yep, you too. Yep. Yeah, you're I'm done. out of luck. And over over spring break, I took Owen to his first baseball game. All right, that's my son. Um, and he, uh, yeah, and I'm a Mets fan, so we went. We went out and saw the Nats play the Mets, and he's he like wanted the curly W hat. Like he's really? he's on the Nats. Okay. Like at five years old, like I have the Mets package. I'll play a Mets game, and he's like, I don't want to watch the NYS. I want to watch the W. There you go. See, like, <laughs> I always knew he was the man. okay. There you go. Right. Um, and I think, and, and be honest with you, I think that that is one of the reasons why the staff love you so much because you've always said from the very beginning you're a family guy like family first and i think everyone would say like you would think at a school that people will say yeah family first but i don't know if every school really runs like that but i think you really put that like out there and you live by that and i think a lot of staff members really appreciate that i knew i do for one um but it's just nice to know that you've got people that you know realize this is your job. Obviously, it's a little bit more, but you have your 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 family to go home to, and it's obviously really important. 
Nothing. Nobody. Well, thank you. No, oh, I appreciate yeah, oh, that. Great question. Statement. Uh, uh, I, I you was, were getting I was a little emotional. I thought you were going to need some tissue for a minute. Because I had nothing <laughs> else. Y'all was leaving me <laughs> out there to drop. Well, you know, tear too, up like, for a while. I, no. <laughs> I, I think it's important to, to think about that because when situations come up, and sometimes situations come up and it's really pleasant sometimes situations come up and it's it's not so pleasant um and people are upset but i th- i think what we always have to remember when if it's a parent bringing something up they're talking about the most important thing in their world so it's not like a negative towards the person and that's what i just said i i struggle with sometimes you right. have to remember mm-hmm. like People get worked. I get worked up about my kid. <laughs> like right, right. we yeah, all, right. we all do. You know, I, I, uh, you know, I, I think that's just the most important thing that we we have to remember. Sometimes is if we can just help by let's talk it through. Let's figure this out. If we want the same thing. We want your kid to be successful. I right. think that that we end up with good outcomes. And that goes a long way, helping the parent understand that. Because a lot of, as you're aware, a lot of them come in upset. Mm -hmm. And they already have, including myself, I've had these predetermined conversations. When I see him, I'm going to say this. And if he responds this way, I'm going to do this. Because, like you said, your number one is that's my kid. You may have 3,000 kids in your school. But that one right there is mine, and I am going to do whatever it takes to make sure she is getting treated fairly. Mm-hmm. And when parents know you're coming from a good place, a non-defensive place, and a place of where we want to help, that helps with the conversation. That also goes back to what you said earlier is the ability to communicate. Because if the communication isn't there, it makes it that much harder to get to a resolution. And I may not always like what you have to say, but I am thankful that you said it. And it may not resonate at that time, but now I know. Or I came in like, how dare he, how he did how come he didn't know this? But when I sit back and I listen, I'm like, okay, well, he did address that. I may not email you back and say, hey, thank you, or I apologize, but at least from a parental perspective, it is great to be able to rely on something's coming. I know something's coming. And and the same goes with working with the staff, too. I mean, you notice as we're having this conversation, we talk about the, the conflict comes a lot more with the adults, usually when students come and ask or whatever, like it's it's not a problem. We mm-hmm. we talk through it, um, but even with staff, and and there's a reason for that. Like staff has their own families, and going back to your discussion about like family first, but also your job. But um, teaching and being in education, being a counselor too, like th- these are very personal jobs it's not like transactional like teachers pour a lot of themselves into the job Mm -hmm. to try to help help kids and and help them learn and hold them accountable and not just 
you know, let it be whatever. But like really, you as a teacher, you might have 150 students. You really want all 150 of those students to show improvement and show right. that they're learning. So as a as a leader in the building, like if, if there are times when decisions are made where they also feel like you're not – making this like you're not understanding how important this is to me too as if it was the same thing my child um that's where it it takes that let's talk through it let's get together let's figure this out um you know i'm I'm trying to help but it does take those kind of conversations instead of just saying this is the policy this is the regulation Mm -hmm. we the regulations and policies are good and they but they serve 2500 students right, and right. 250 staff members but mm-hmm. in education where it's different is those are also 2500 individual students Correct. with individual backgrounds families right. um and 250 staff members who are all individuals so there might be times where you look at the regulation, you look at the situation, and you have to sit down and say, let's talk through how we can get to a good, knowing the expectations that are in place, how do we, you know, move forward and help you feel supported and feel, you know, good about where you work and where you go to school. Yeah. Um, thank you for your time. We have one more question for you. Okay. Um, so one of the things that you... I guess one of the first things you said to the staff when you came on to be principal uh, was a question that I'm going to ask you back. Um, it was this something was like six years ago. Yeah, this was wow. this, this was something about. Um, it wasn't that long. Ago. Hold up, carrots. It was, it was before uh, ground coffee. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. That wasn't <laughs> it. Gotcha. <laughs> Hot water, water. you stir it in the pot, and what do you get? (laughs) No, that wasn't it. Hey, Uh, I love a good metaphor, you know? Listen, I I appreciated it. I just loved your reaction afterwards. You were like, okay, well, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't get it, but I got it, so I'm happy with it. Yeah, so. (laughs) No, the question is, what is your why? So it's one of those things where it's it's a simple question, but... It's not really a simple question. Correct. So, you know, by me saying to you, what is your why? Like, why do you do what you do? Why do you keep coming back? What is keeping you doing what you're doing? Because you could do a thousand different things. But what is your why? I will not quit until I've been a guest on the Daily Podcast (laughs) ten times. (laughs) (laughs) I will Y'all not heard stop. it. He's not leaving. So no. we're going to do nine straight. We're going to just stop. I can, I can go, I can go deep on this. Now this, I, I have to tell you, like, I know this is the last question and I'll answer it. I feel like we're getting like really like deep here. Like if as I'm answering, you can think of like a couple, like light, light questions, <laughs> like oh, don't what's worry, your, got plenty, yeah. you know, you know, He's uh, like, I thought you were going to ask me my favorite ice cream. Why? Yeah, I was like, why? I thought we were going to, you know. Okay, but put I'll on go, the music. Okay, put on the soft music. Right. My why? My why? <laughs> um, this is a good question. I'm going to go back to a theme, but I'll give a little more background. It, it, it's. I feel I'm still in a position to help. 
people. And that's really, that's really all I want to do. Um, and I can kind of explain that like in, in education, it's something that the job is never really done. And uh, the job is huge and the resources are few, the workers are few um, in terms of in terms of the job. Now, we're fortunate as an aside to be in Prince William County, and this is not me just being politically correct, but we do work in a school system where we're fortunate to have a lot of resources compared to a lot of other places in our own country where um, you, you might not have the infrastructure for education. So we're in a good, really good place to be to, to help families. But, you know, when I first started teaching, I, was, I started at Parkside Middle School Shout out to and, Parkside. Yeah, and then I came here after a couple of years there. And, and the reason I got into educational leadership was I just said, there are more voids out there of, of people of where help is needed than there are people. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to jump in and I'm willing to go wherever someone deems I can help, where I can be helpful. So I went through that process. So when I was here and I was teaching, I always asked the principal here, Ms. Etheridge Conti, like, I'm willing to help. What can I do? And she gave me different things to do. And then when I went through the process of applying for administrative jobs, um, I was hired as, as an assistant principal at Woodbridge High School. And I was there for six years. And I never thought, like, I didn't even realize what Woodbridge High School was when I when I was getting hired there. Like I didn't know anything about the school, um, really. But the principal there saw me and thought I had something to offer and thought I could help. And then when this job came open, it was the same thing. So I've always just kind of put my hand up and said, "I want to help people. Where can I do that?" And I've let kind of the chips fall where they may. And fortunately, I've been given opportunities to to try to help. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily have like a this is what I want to be. I know I don't want to like be a superintendent or anything like that, but mm. I'm I'm happy doing what I'm doing for as long as I'm being helpful until someone says you're not being helpful anymore or they say we can use your help over here and then I'll go do it. Well, you still have eight more episodes of the daily podcast yeah, he's so. got time he's got to say like <laughs> i also have eight more so right yep. so you've got, got some time um so those are our serious serious questions i, I got a question i have a question oh you got and, is and it serious this is for both of you actually I'm okay not being interviewed what, you're part of this what is a quote that you live by you first I have a couple in my head right now, but okay. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with one that I'll, I'll I'll take the more educational type quote, and and then I'll. No, get it does not have to be the educational type. This is a personal. I personally live by this day in and day out. Okay. Um, I was going to give like an office quote, but I won't do that either. <laughs> Hold that office go quote because we're coming back to that. Um, I, I love, I'm like a big Disney. I grew up going to Disney and like I'm a big Disney person. So I'll give you a Walt Disney quote. Okay. And that is simply, if you can dream it, you can do it. 
and I believe I believe that to be true. I think LeBron had that dream when he was younger. Yeah. What? Yeah, LeBron, the second greatest, the greatest basketball, basketball player of all time. It's fine. He's one of the, the top history. fifteen. Hey, look, I'll easily I'll, listen. Yeah. I'll cut both of your microphones off. <laughs> I have the power right over here. Yeah, that's, that's just a factual. And we'll just thing leave. Right I mean, what do you? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just stay here and keep talking to you. Whatever. What's yours? Uh, I actually have it saved on my phone because so I. So you want to read it to us? No, it's really quick. But, but yeah, gonna I'm going to read it. Yeah, because I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to misquote it. Okay. Anyway, it's uh, life is good when you're happy, but much better when others are happy because of you. Quick, simple, easy. And right. I think, honestly, as an educator, it should be like that. Right? Yeah. 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 Like, it's cool. You're happy. But life is better for everybody if they're happy because of you. You're making other people happy or you're trying to do something like that. It's simple, easy. Um. My turn? Question? Yes, yes. Okay. Favorite Ted Lasso character? Ooh. Oh, favorite. I'm sorry, but it's Ted Lasso. I knew it. I knew it <laughs> was going to be Ted Lasso. That's that's who I feel like I uh, I want to be like a Roy Kent, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, of course. Don't we that's, all? <laughs> that's like what I want to be where you're just like, yes. I don't, you know, nothing bothers me. Nothing right. gets to me. That's me. But, yeah. yeah, I could see, I could see Mac being like a Roy Kent. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I'll say who I think I actually relate to the most, and that that would be Ted. Okay. Uh, what about favorite Office character? Oh. <laughs> I guess I never really, th- I never have thought much about like the specific characters, but. I, I'm going to say, using the entirety, and you know like I'm a huge office, mm-hmm. like huge fan, I'm going to say Michael Scott, and, and the reason is, if you watch like the story, like the arc of his character, and just the growth that took place, you know, I just, I think anybody, if they're given a chance, no matter how offensive or obtuse or ignorant or mm-hmm. anything... They they are you know if you if you give people a chance they they will grow over time and I think that's what that character did and Mr McMillan slash Roy Kent over here is like rolling his eyes at <laughs> AKA Roy <laughs> but yeah I, I would have to I hate to like just give you the two main no, characters fine. but fair. yeah that's what I would that's okay. what I would go with favorite okay. Disney movie um and why is it Princess and the Frog. Ooh, I like I like Princess and the Frog. I love that movie. That's a good movie. I love that movie. I, w- I would say... Hold on, stop. Yeah. Stop. Go ahead. Did you watch that movie by yourself? He's asking you. You're asking me? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. Have, you, have right. you watched Disney movies by yourself? No, I wouldn't. No, not like just... You mean like just me at home yeah. watching these? Uh-huh. Like you're chilling. You're like, you know what? I don't want to watch any sports. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to that point. Thank you, because yeah. I have a co-host who has sat down by himself and watched Frozen and then cried. I did not cry. I'm just saying. His wife walked in and basically said, why are you crying? I did not cry. I did watch sweet, Frozen by sweet. myself. Because it's this it's was so the, beautiful. This was the time left. when everyone was talking about Frozen and I was like, I'm mm-hmm. going to watch it. So I watched it. You were curious? Yeah. But, okay. it, but, but anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. So Favorite Disney instead movie. of Sports Center, 
He went with Frozen. Favorite Disney movie? I, I, I think it's I think it's The Lion King. Okay. I, well, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yep. Is that's... Emperor's New Groove Disney? Yeah. It is. Okay, yeah. that's my favorite. That'd be number really? one. Really? That's a good one. I love that movie. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Un, un, like an underrated, under the radar yeah. kind of Disney movie. Where does Aladdin rate for you? Oh, it would be like a very close second. second. Yeah, like I'm I, when which, you were asking that, I was debating which version Lion King and Aladdin. There, there's no, there's only one version. We're not talking about. Go back I've to the never, original. I've never seen the live Keep action version. The second version's name out your mouth. Yeah. Stop it. No, I said keep the second version's name out your mouth. Okay, my tooth hurts now. For those who don't know what we're talking about, just sorry. You'd have to see who's in the second line, the live version. Terrible. Oh my gosh, this guy is terrible. What? You didn't? Okay. No, what are you talking about? You're not, you don't understand the joke? No, what do you mean? You're joking. Are you being sarcastic? Can you read that? We're having some. We're having some notes. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Wait, what? Hold on. (laughs) This is great podcast. Yeah, this is great radio. First of all, yeah. Let me. I should have. I should have gone into acting because you guys like. I I know. I I know. Yes, I know. Yeah, Will Smith. I didn't know what you wrote down. He slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars. He's he's joking. He's being sarcastic. He's fired. I'm joking. This is episode ten right here. (laughs) We're done. Episode ten. We've skipped. Yeah. Um, Where are you originally from? I was born in Syracuse, New York. Okay. And then. um, And that's the most. Not really. So I'm I'm from upstate New York. I've spent a couple years in New Jersey in between there, but from upstate New York. And uh, it's not really the Jets territory. Like as a kid, I was always a little bit. um, That's no man's land. Yeah, it was really more Buffalo Buffalo. Bills. Yeah, I was going to say Buffalo. But believe it or not, when I was a kid, like the Bills were like the team. Oh, yeah. Four Super And so it felt, yeah, yeah, it felt a little like bandwagoning. So. The Jets were the uh, the Jets and the Giants were also on TV a lot, and so unfortunately I picked the Jets. But the as a tangent, I'll explain to you why. If you're interested, <laughs> why being and I'm saying this to a Cowboys fan Uh-oh. and a Packers fan, yeah. being a New York Jets fan is the ideal, especially for this stage in life, team to be a fan of. I would. I. Oh, I I'd agree I've with that. T- no, I've got time. You got time. Let's do this. Let's let's there is absolutely nothing to hope for. But yeah. But what? Why would you be a fan then? Because okay, here's the thing. Two things. Oh, that's two things. First of all, Mr. Ringmill's correct. Having See? no expectations, and Ooh, I'm talking yeah. about this. This, you know, like when you're a kid, you're growing up. You have the jersey. You have all this like hope. If your team loses, you might even cry or mm-hmm. be upset. Yeah. I don't. There's there's nothing that really yeah. you cry turns me off more oh. than when I see like grown adults like crying about their sports uh, team oh. losing. The Commanders so, fans is that what you're saying? This I don't is getting awkward. Oh, okay. But I, I know it is because <laughs> you're a Packers fan. You're a Cowboys fan. Yep. You're just like the Steelers fans. You, oh, okay. you, you are. You are. Hold on. You get emotionally. Sorry. No. <laughs> you do. You get no. emotionally invested no. 
in these teams. Mr. Ferreira. Impact- no. Wait, hang on. I'm not done. Let him, mm. let him, let him speak. It mm-hmm. impacts let your mood. Okay. It impacts your mood. It changes your day. You know, like Skip. Did you see the Skip Bayless thing when he he's a Cowboys fan on Thanksgiving? Fan, yeah. He got on there and was yep. like crying and stuff. And I'm like, okay, no. like I get that when you're a kid, but mm-hmm. now it's like being a Jets fan is wonderful because I don't even. It's not even that I have bad expectations. I have zero expectations. Mm-hmm. I watch the team or I don't. I like watching football. I watch football all day on Sundays. I follow the follow the team. Um, I just don't. I have no expectations. But if they ever do become like a Super Bowl contending team, which two thousand nine, two thousand ten, they were close. Sure, uh, that's a heck of a ride. Wayne Corbett. But there are people that I know that are fans of these big profile teams. When that team loses or if that team doesn't make the playoffs, it's like their mood is affected. Or yes. if you talk trash about that yes. team, they get really hyper into it. Yes. That's called a problem. Okay. I have problems. That's a lot Thank of you. people, though. Basically, what he's doing is talking about me right I mean, now. I mean, we all know that. But I no, I'm go- actually not. But there's a difference between being a fan and a fanatic. No, that's the same thing. Fan what? is short for fanatic. Yeah, it's short. It's like a smaller version. Of a <laughs> oh, my God. Not literally. No. <laughs> so, so, so he is, what was, wasn't there a movie called The Fan? Yeah. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> I was Bob De Niro and Wesley Snipes. No, listen. I can take a lot of things. You can call me a lot of things. Since you the- cannot compare me to being a Steelers fan. I am not that evil. No. So, no, 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 no. Like hey, me. Ralph, calm down over there. I know what you're singing. <laughs> uh, Steelers fans are the worst. I'm sorry. I, I know oh. I just offended some people. Yeah. On this, but I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. It's, I can't deal with that. Yes, I do have expectations for the team I support. I get what you're saying. It is nothing more freeing to just watch a team and just watch yeah. a good game. You no know what my fa- my truly favorite football team is? I'm guessing I know. My fantasy football team. Because <laughs> you run the show. Because I actually make decisions that – like if, if I just said I'm not a Jets fan anymore – the imp- the results of the Jets would be exactly the same. It has like you know what I mean. Yeah, like, of course. Uh, so why do I get emotionally like? But you're or, Ferrera, you're you know, talking to a a Packers fan who at pep rally for our school ripped off his Brett Favre jersey because Brett Favre went to a different team. Wait. That's how mm. emotionally he involved. But you weren't here for that. Yes, I was. Oh. Out there on the track. I thought that was a year before oh, you got here. Oh, Brett left us. But that was, you were probably, I know you're about my age, so you were probably, what, like 32 at the time? Something like that? I think it was before that. You're in your 20s? Yeah, okay. probably. So, you know, I think there's a cutoff. Like, yeah. and, I, and I do think, uh, like, yeah, it is. Sport, sports jerseys <laughs> are another thing. Here's like, tell me what you... I, I this is going down a dangerous path. Never, I'm about to be made I fun will of. never wear unless I lose a bet. Yeah, I will never wear anybody else's name on my back except for mine. Okay, I like that. That's ideal. I would say just as if you must, do not wear a jersey of a player that is younger than you because he's going to get traded. 
Or just because it's like it's like you're a fanboy of a <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like there's fanboys. You grew up you. like who are, who are the great cowboys when you were a kid? When you were like in your team? When you were in high school? Roger Starbuck. You think I'm that old? <laughs> Danny White, Randy White, Tony Dorsett. Okay, so if you wore like one of Drew their jerseys, number one pick. If you walked in on like a jersey day or whatever and you were wearing one of their jerseys i would be like oh that's cool like that's well, a throwback a jersey mcmillan no. looks good he looks sharp it's like a no. throwback to the older you know older time because they earned it someone Correct. you grew up admiring that's fine but if you walked in with like a ezekiel elliott ezekiel elliott jersey Absolutely i'd be like not. that's weird mcmillan's wearing like a, I'm a fan jersey boy. yeah wait, of a, wait, of a wait, kid why? who's like so let me 20 ask some years younger. Okay, two things. One, can I wear a Reggie White shirt? Yeah, uh, you can wear whatever you want. Can I, I wear, can I wear someone uh, that is younger than me, but his last name is White? Can I wear that? Would that be acceptable? No. Why? It's my name on the back, though. But it's the number that's involved in it, which is not, you know whose number it is. Okay, so let's go down a different path. Let's say we have a football game here at Battlefield High School. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then a student gives their jersey for a teacher to wear. Oh, that's different. That's, that's different. totally different. That's support. Because you're supporting a student. But you're a fanboy. No, you're no, not. Yes, you are. You're a fanboy. They were gifted no. that jersey to say, so? hey, if you wouldn't mind, please wear this in support. Mm. Yes, sure. Yeah, I that's appreciate different. it. Thank you. Yes, I know. You're I'm not saying like, no way around know, it for you. I know I'm being difficult. If I'm you. if I'm like I'm a 40 year old man and I'm gonna go out and buy a Zach yeah. Wilson jersey, like to me that's a little. Well, that's because Zach 30, Wilson, 30 something year old man, and I'm just like I'm gonna go out and buy that. That's because Zach Wilson looks like he's 16. He does, and but he's, he looks you know like what? yeah. I wish the young man the best. I have zero expectations. Yeah, 100%. There he goes again with zero expectations. <laughs> if he develops into one of the better quarterbacks in yes. the league, I will be thrilled so be for him and the New York Jets franchise. I have jerseys. That you do. I don't have a lot of jerseys, and I don't wear my jerseys. But you have gear also. I do have gear. Plenty. Absolutely. Now, listen. This is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Wear whatever jerseys you want. No, it's too late. Mr. I've been judged. I've been <laughs> judged. <already. laughs> we'll do whatever you need it's to do. It's way too much. No, no. I've, I've been judged, and oh. I feel um, very insecure now. You no, should. I think about it. So that's you not should. right. Um, I can't explain it. If you if you wore a no. you know, Ferrer, Reggie no. White jersey, I would be like, that's cool. I'm on board. But if I wore, if wore an Aaron Jones jersey, you'd say, I'd be like, what are you doing? What? You know? Yeah. Hmm. He ha- he gets no out for this. No. There is no yeah. out for him. I was like, no. Listen, it's a jersey to me. You should be ashamed. A jersey to me is just another shirt. Okay. With somebody's name on the back. Yeah. Okay. It's All just right, another cool. shirt. If I have a, a t-shirt that has the rock on it, that's just a t-shirt okay. that has All the right. rock. But you love the rock. Yeah. But what's the difference of you wearing a shirt that says it can have Nike on it? You have a Nike shirt on right now. But what does it represent? I don't Here's what I think the difference is. Here's what I does think the difference Does it not have is. a Nike? So <laughs> you're going to ignore that? <laughs> you're, you're a rock fan. Yeah. That's cool. No, 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 no. Like, hang he on. He is not a rock fan. Oh, boy. He is, let me, <clears throat> he is in love with the rock. Okay, yes. It, it's true as, as, much of a high character I think you have. If there was a news report 
They said the rock is missing. Yeah, oh. He's been kidnapped. Oh, uh, Nobody knows where he is. I'm He's sorry. not coming to work. I'm not saying I would think you did it, <laughs> but I would probably reach out and just say, hey, talk to local Mr. authorities. <laughs> is everything okay? Just checking in. You got to call him and check in. But yeah. <laughs> No judgment. I'm He's just not responding. <laughs> I think most likely he is not the kidnapper, but I'm just checking it's in. It's fair. I can't be mad at you. I'm calling your but wife and be like, "Is he home? Is he okay?" Here's the distinction, though. A jersey is almost like you are dressing up as that person. <laughs> But what's the difference? Like, okay, so I have a jersey. I don't have shoulder pads on. Oh I don't have God. cleats on. Right. I just have this shirt that they happen to wear. Yeah, that they wear and you cheer for them. Dress and up, dress you up. Know. Everybody dress up. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, okay. But what's... So what's the difference? If I have an... It is. It's kind of like dress have, up. If I have an Under Armour shirt on, on my and on the back it says Under Armour. What's Dude, the difference with that? Stop. Stop. That's just an Under Armour shirt. Yeah, but... It's no. Does it mean like I'm a fanboy for Under Armour? Absolutely not. How? Why? I don't understand. Yes, you do. Okay, like what? What would you think? Okay, so yeah, on the Peloton talk right now, does that make him a fanboy for Peloton? Yeah, if I a thousand, if percent? I said, if I walked, it but does. if right, that's fine. You're you like Peloton? You like a product? But if I came in tomorrow uh-huh. with that Peloton shirt. And said, I wore this today because I'm a big fan of you, Chris White. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do? You are not going to be comfortable with that. That's not the same. It is the exact same. I'm wearing a Peloton shirt because I'm a fan of you. No, it's not the same. I don't I'm sorry. I got this I'm same exact shirt. I'm not good at math. And so in <laughs> my Jets example, if I – I don't know if you have to edit this this podcast for length or what, but with the Jets example, like if I wore like a throwback Joe Namath jersey, yep. that's kind of in bounds because Joe Namath doesn't play anymore. If I wanted to dress up like Joe Namath, I would probably wear like a polo shirt and like – right. Golf pants and say I'm dressed up as Joe Namath because right. I'm a fan. Yeah, but and you, that would be weird. But but I, see to that logic to me that what that sounds is like you're trying to be a kid again. You're trying to go back to when you were a kid and you were supporting Joe Namath and it's like oh look at me I'm a little boy I've got a little Joe no, Namath. No, well, how old do you think I am? It's what it sounds like. It's, how does no. that sound? Okay, because it's Joe Namath different because obviously then that's that's yeah. too far back. Yeah. But let's say you had a Testaverde shirt. Or uh, jersey. A jersey. Yeah. A okay. Vinny Testaverde jersey. A Vinny Testaverde jersey. <laughs> Follow along now. Yeah. I'll just pretend. Yeah. What's the difference with that? Because to me, it sounds like you're just trying to go back to live that life again. Like when I liked the Jets growing up, he was the guy. I'm going to wear his jersey. But I guess. Okay, so now I, we're not I, even a fanboy. We're now we're going back to being a little kid. I completely disagree with that. But how is that? Do you have multiple jerseys? Yes. And, and you even oh, got no. even got to a point to where you were so mentally vested, you ripped off a jersey. Yes. Of another man. Of a player, yes. Another man. But of it does player. meet the rule of the players older than you. Correct. Correct. So that's Yep. I'm just inbounds. I, w- I don't know about I don't know about ripping no. it off. No, he he. Uh, everybody look at me. 
ripping off my. I had another. I had Aaron Rodgers. You had all that Aaron Rodgers shirt underneath it. Exactly. So that's my point. You're. How do you not classify that? By the way, that's still on YouTube. We need to get that off of YouTube. By the way, it's never going. Let's let's get that going. Um, Never going away. I was emotional. I was young. I made mistakes. Anyway. Hey, Mr. Ferreira, thank is you so much for joining us on the podcast. What? Is that your rehab statement? I don't understand how this came. Uh, this is on me now. Because you're interviewing Mr. Ferreira. I just shared some opinions. You, whatever. You really. It was not hey, directed at you. We're getting Peloton shirts today. <laughs> yeah. We're going to wear them tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to dress up. Because I, I watch this player every Sunday. Are those Peloton shorts? So I'm going to start dressing up. Are they Peloton shorts? Yes, I got them for free. Oh. <laughs> they sent them to us. Peloton shorts and shirts tomorrow. Peloton shirts. Yeah, I don't have any. But Me neither. We're going to have to find we'll have to, something. Well, we're, we're running pee on something. Thank you guys for listening, Roll everyone model. listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, we'd like to thank Mr. Ferrer for stopping by and spending some oh, great quality goodness. time with this us. This guy is um, an emotional wreck. This is two of eight, two of ten, excuse me. Yep. Two of ten. You've got so a long way to go. we got a long way to go, and we will definitely have you back. a short time to get there. You got that right. And we're definitely going to have you back around no football season because we've got some uh, short time stuff to, to talk there. about. Uh, you know what? You are a little bit of a celebrity in this. Uh, actually, you are a celebrity in this uh, community. You know where they can see that's, this? That's a ridiculous thing to say. What are you? Oh, you are. Please. You definitely are. Hey, staff, students, community. Do you know where you can see Mr. Ferreira this weekend? That makes him a celebrity? I'm just saying, if they would like to stop, talk to a celebrity, get a picture with Mr. Ferreira, do you know where they can see him? Where? On Saturday at the Wellness Walk. Here at Battlefield, at the stadium, yes. April 30th, from 11 to 2. He will not be there from 11 to 2. So if you want to see him, be there at 11. Just a thought. Okay. Um, anything else you would like to say before we exit out of here? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> no, I got nothing. I feel like I've lost some respect here. Um, <laughs> you have. You guys have a I'm trying to figure out how to give me a Peloton shirt. So. Fantastic rest of the day. Thank, Thank you. you again, Mr. You're Graham, a good for sport. Thank you. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Hey. Right. <laughs> Two fangles. See ya. Hey, <laughs>